When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, I'm Dr. Caroline Leaf and welcome to my podcast, Cleaning Up the Mental Mess. In today's podcast, I'm going to give you two simple and scientific strategies to soothe and calm your mind, brain and body and help you feel amazing and build resilience. Simple, powerful, that will change your genetic expression. But before we begin... This podcast is for educational purposes and is not medical advice. And if you need medical advice, please contact your appropriate medical professional. And also, don't forget, if you haven't yet picked up a copy of my latest book, get a copy. This is life-saving stuff. Listen, I'm saying this because I know that this is true. 38 years of research has gone into writing this book. And in this, I give you the science of mind management and how to manage your mind. Our minds driving everything. If you don't manage your mind, if your mind is messy and stays messy, your brain and body will be messy, your life will be messy. And you don't have to live like that. I don't want you to live like that. So I've also got my app, the NeuroCycle app, which you can download on iTunes and Google Play, where I literally give you therapy to help you manage your mind. And if you are alive and human, which you are because you're listening and watching, you need to manage your mind. So here are two great strategies to help you. Okay, so first of all, I'm going to give you the science, then I'm going to give you the strategies. Okay, and these strategies are for helping you soothe and calm your mind, brain, and body. So you can use these anytime, but my recommendation is that you actually build these into your lifestyle. The more you do these, the more resilience you'll build in your brain and your body. By resilience, what I mean is that you are building nice, strong foundational frameworks in your neural wiring that will become go-tos when you are in a state of anxiety or when life hits you like it does, like all the unpredictability of life. So it's like insurance policies. I've spoken about this concept of insurance policies, building that into your brain as well before. So when you build these healthy networks into your brain, your brain changes in how it functions. It can come back to a healthy neurophysiological state quicker than when you don't have these kind of insurance networks built into, into your brain. And I'm going to give you over, in, in lots of my podcasts, you'll hear me talking a lot now about the insurance policies in your brain. And these two activities I give you today, literally, if you can build these into your lifestyle, you are increasing the resilience of your brain. We need resilience in our brain, but not just our brain in our body as well, because every experience that you have is being grabbed by your mind and built into your brain and your body. Every cell of your body is also going to have a memory of that experience and into the networks of the gravitational fields of your mind, which are driving your brain and your body. So you want to have as much good stuff going through your brain and your body and you want to have as much healthy resilience in your cells and your brain that when the issues of life hit us, you've got a nice, strong insurance policy foundation 
to fall back on. Okay, so now these two particular activities will really help when you're feeling in a state of fear or feeling just uncertain or anxious. When we get into those states, when we get into these states, now fear is a big word and under fear comes a lot of different types of emotions. So it's a big emotional word and emotions are not illnesses. Emotions are responses, warning signals, okay, that are coming from our mind, brain and body. Now fear has got a lot, as I said, of different emotions underneath it. So fear can break up into anger, frustration, depression, anxiety, etc. So there's lots of emotions under the big emotion of fear. So when you move into any one or any combination of those kind of emotions, our body immediately works to warn us that we're in that state for there's something that's causing it and we need to find the because of. So, but at the same time, if we are not what we, we then you're going to go through the whole neurocycle and you're going to respond and you're going to find what it is. But to get you into that state where you can actually do the because of, you can do these kind of soothing activities for the brain and the body so that you can get into that, that mindful state that you are able to then do the work of finding the because of. So we want lots of resilience so that we don't give up quickly. We don't take a long time and push the short thought down that we are proactively building strength into our mind, brain and body networks that when we face with stuff and we recognize we're showing up with those emotional warning signals of fear and all the different things that are come under fear, that we don't just like shove it down or go into the freeze or something trauma response. The latest explanation I've been giving, sort of analogy I've been giving of that is that we have things that trigger experiences that trigger a response in us and it brings back a whole bunch of these toxic memories, these toxic trees, and then we just put them in the deep freeze and freeze them and hope that we're not going to be bothered by them because they make us feel so uncomfortable. But that's not going to help because we've got to deal with them. So instead of putting them in the deep freeze, you need to have like an interim stage in your mind, brain and body that you that you can that you the desire to put them in the deep freeze is because we just feel like we just can't deal with them and it's just too painful and we just feel like we don't have the strength to deal with them these soothing activities that I'm going to teach you today will help build the kind of strength that you need to be able to say okay I recognize I'm doing this I'm feeling this there's a whole reason there's a because of I'm not going to shove it down anymore I'm not going to have this volcano exploding I'm not going to have this thing in the deep freeze that's eventually going to fall out and defrost and fall over my life I'm actually going to be strong enough to deal with that I'm going to be resilient enough to be able to deal with that the holiday season is finally here and with Anna Louisa Jewelry, that's A-N-A-L-U-I-S-A, you can choose from a wide selection of unique and stunning pieces, like their beautiful mini pearl necklace, which I bought for all my extended family members this Christmas because I love it so much, or their colorful marble earrings, which my eldest daughter wears every day to give to your loved ones. And just for my listeners, you can save up to 25% at shop.analouisa.com slash drleaf. I love that all Anna Louise's jewelry is not only affordable and beautiful, but also made using recycled materials whenever possible, as well as transparent business practices that are kind to the earth. Plus, new jewelry collections are released every Friday, so there's plenty of stunning pieces to choose from. All their pieces are simple yet stunning, which means you'll easily find the perfect gift for that special someone in your life. I absolutely recommend checking out Anna Louise at shop.analouise.com slash drleaf. Their pieces started just $39 with sales up to 25% off. 
Get your holiday gift today at shop.analuisa.com slash drleaf. The link and details will be in the show notes. When we're in those states of fear and we're shoving it down or shoving it into the deep freeze, what we do is we activate a bunch of genetic expression. So what genes do is genes are inside the DNA, which are inside the chromosomes and inside the cells. And basically, those the way that all that works together is through our mind. Our mind is driving the whole genetic expression. And so genes express themselves. They switch on and do stuff, and they switch off, and stuff happens in your brain and your body. Now, we have an incredible network of genes inside of our different, different parts of our body doing different things. And in the amygdala, for example, this is just one example, okay? In the amygdala, we have a whole lot of genes that will express when we stay in a state of unmanaged mess. So when we stay in a state where we recognize that fear is, is, is representative of something, but we suppress it by putting it in the deep freeze analogy or pushing it down or trying not to deal with it and pushing it away, when, that, when we're in that state of the fear and not managing it, or when we take that fear and we shove it away and suppress it, we activate hundreds of genes in the amygdala, which then affects the functioning of the amygdala to the point where the amygdala is then working with your non-conscious mind to warn you that, listen, play attention, this, you need to do something about this. But it can be so overwhelming because the signals will amplify the more you ignore it. And the, the signals will amplify and more, these genes express like louder and louder, which is sort of an analogy for explaining what they're doing. And as they do that, you're going to feel more and more and more responses inside of your body. And that's when we're often very tempted because it gets over, so overwhelming to shove them aside. So these soothing activities, when we're in that state, if we've done them a lot of times, you'll get benefit immediately. But the more you do them, the more you benefit from this, the quicker you go into this proactive state. As we're in these states of fear and this kind of situation happens, when those genes start expressing in the amygdala, those hundreds of genes, the minute we do these two exercises, and there's quite a few, but I'm just going to teach you two today, then you actually switch those genes off and you switch on another lot of genes that are actually going to calm down the functioning of the amygdala and it's going to go back to a, a calmer function. And those genes are then going to put you into a state where you can think more clearly and that will then increase the blood flow and oxygen in the brain, and you're going to get a balance of different waves. You're going to get an increase in gamma activity, which is great because you're, when you have an increase in gamma activity, that is evidence that your non-conscious mind is searching through all your memories to find really good wisdom, digging deep down inside the wisdom that you are made of to help you to deal with the current situation. So it is, there's just, I mean, just the, the benefits, the more you do this, the more you are proactively learning to manage your mind. Because one of the things about mind management is that I don't want you just to have to, you, you, I want you to deal with the traumas of the past, but I also want you to get to the stage where you can be proactive because bad stuff is still going to happen. So I want to help you build ways, networks into your brain and your body and into your mind that are going to help you proactively in the future. So when the bad stuff hits and you get knocked and you're crying and you're freaking out and falling apart, you'll get back up quicker because these networks that are in your brain mind and body and are going to help you function at a higher level, going to get those those hundreds of genes that are 
that are switching on, that are going to make you feel confused, that are initially there to alert you. But if they stay, if they stay in a confused state for too long, they'll actually affect your functioning. You'll start functioning negatively. You want them to flow for just enough time to be aware. Then you want them to stop expressing and you want to express the other ones that will bring calmness and peace and clarity of mind. So that's the explanation behind the exercises. Now let me give them to you. And you'll be amazed at how simple they are, but boy, are they important. And you've heard these before, but maybe not in this context. Okay, so the first one is finding something pleasurable to do every single day. I want to suggest and recommend and highly recommend that you make sure that you find something pleasurable to do every single day. Even if it's three minutes, five minutes. Preferably try and make it longer. If you can get it up to 30 minutes to an hour, fantastic. But be disciplined, deliberate, and intentional about finding something that you enjoy. And as you go into doing this, don't see it as a waste of time. Don't see it as something that, oh, I've just got to do this to get this thing in my brain so that I've got proactively got more resilience. That won't work. Just that attitude has already destroyed the activity. You're not going to get the benefit. I can tell you those hundred genes are that shouldn't be expressing for as long as or expressing for too long in your amygdala and the other ones aren't expressing it. And that's changing the neurophysiology and the chemistry and all that kind of stuff. So you've got to go in with the right attitude. You've got to go in with this is good for me. By taking some time every day to do something pleasurable, I am building insurance policies into my brain. I am building these lovely, beautiful, healthy, proactive nets into my brain. The more I use them, the more we will, the more you build them, the more you practice each day when you do this pleasurable activity, this thing's going to grow stronger and stronger. Within 63 days, you have got a really strong net. Within two cycles of 63 days, it's even stronger. And that then these this these dendrites on the neuron these these thought trees are, have got nets around them and those nets are called glial nets so these cells called these specific cells called astrocytes in the brain and glial cells are a main type and they form like nets over these thought trees in our brain and they, when they are when you do these kind of building pleasure activities and all these little things that I tell you that build resilience you are making those glial nets nice and healthy and strong and, and growing and incorporate, they grow over other areas and they add another layer of strength and health to this, this network that you're building in the brain. And that is obviously when that's happening in the brain, it's happening in every cell of the body, but in terms of how the cell functions, you're changing the cellular function in a positive way. You're changing the genetic expression in every cell in, in a positive way. So I'm telling you all this and I'm repeating it because I really want you to get that when you do going to this pleasure activity, that you're not just doing it because it's a great wellness technique, but you're doing it because it's actually changing your psychoneurobiology. You are, you are taking control of what your brain and body look like. You are taking changing structure in your brain and your body that is good for you and that is going to help you be stronger in the future as the issues of life hit us. Okay, so this, so the, doing something pleasurable every day will change your gene expression. It'll change the way that your genes express, not only in the amygdala, I've just told you about that, but in general, it will change your gene expression. So here's some examples of what you could do. Listen to your favorite music. So maybe in the morning when you're getting ready, after you've done your detox, because you should be doing your neurocycle in the morning when you get ready, well, you could do it any time, but let's say that you do it then. Then put some music on and, and, and music that you love and just 
listen to it, just enjoy it. Music is an incredible, has an incredible overarching effect on on pleasure in your brain and your body and genetic expression, all the things that I have been explaining. But don't just put it on. Put it on and focus on it. Really pay attention to it. Let it wash over you. Enjoy it. And that's how I want you to approach anything that you choose. Now, it doesn't have to be music. It could be music one day. You can do different things every day. I'm just going to give you some examples. You find what you want to do. Some days I'll do music. Some days I'll do reading. I love reading fiction. And I got out of the habit because I got so into the habit of doing research that I didn't allow enough time for myself to read fiction. But boy, do I get so much pleasure out of reading fiction and reading those stories and getting absorbed into these complex stories. And so I determine every day to, in, as one of my pleasure activities, I build in a little bit of reading of fiction. But I get completely consumed. I don't let my cell phone distract me unless there's an emergency. I don't think while I'm reading it, oh my gosh, this is wasting time. I should be doing something else. No, I don't do that. Same thing with the music. I used to. I used to think, oh, I haven't got time to listen to music. I'll listen to music while I'm working. No, I, I'm talking about listening to music and enjoying it. I'm talking about sitting down with that book in some beautiful place, comfortable chair, and snuggling up with your dog or whatever, and really enjoying what you're reading with 100% of your being. Remember, that is changing the resilience in your brain and your body. It's changing your genetic expression. I'm talking about going on that walk with your family with your dogs, whatever, and noticing the trees, the sunlight, the sunset, the smells, the different, the different textures, the, the conversation, the fact that you can walk. I mean, find everything, immerse yourself in the pleasure of what you are doing. Plan a dinner and a game night, plan the whole thing and, and then carry, you know, maybe that's not something you can do every night. I mean, a whole, I'm talking about a dinner party and a game night and all that kind of thing. Obviously, you're going to have dinner every night. And you could turn that into a pleasure activity. But I'm saying, in addition, maybe plan a game night. Plan a whole dinner where there's a game night and you're going to play these games and then you do it and enjoy it. You know, really immersing yourself in that activity. So if it's just that that could be a weekly pleasure thing, but the daily dinner, enjoy the, the whole concept of being able to sit down with, with loved ones and, and, in, and enjoy the taste and, and the fact that you can have this food in front of you and and just the, the colors and the textures and the tastes. And you know, what I'm saying is every part of you gets immersed in this. Really focus on the detail. Immerse yourself in the pleasure of that moment. If we want to be healthier mentally and physically, one of the best things we can possibly do is get several hours of quality sleep every night. The brain and body heal itself when we sleep. It really is one of the most amazing processes, even if you're not conscious when it happens. But I know it's hard to get good quality sleep sometimes. Your mind keeps you awake, life is stressful, and there are often a hundred anxious reasons why you can't fall asleep at night. Thankfully, there are also ways we can improve our sleep quality and overall health, including taking magnesium. Believe it or not, around 75% of people don't have enough magnesium. No wonder so many people have sleep problems. But please do not run to the store to buy the first magnesium supplement you find. Most magnesium supplements use only the two cheapest synthetic forms. And since they're not full spectrum, they won't support better sleeping habits. There are actually seven unique forms of magnesium. And you must get all of them if you want to experience its calming, sleep-enhancing effects. That's why I recommend 
magnesium breakthrough by BioOptimizers. Simply take two capsules before you go to bed and you'll be amazed at how much better you sleep and how much more rested you feel when you wake up. For an exclusive offer for my listeners, go to www.magbreakthrough.com forward slash leaf and use Dr. Leaf 10 during checkout to save 10% on your order. The link and details will be in the show notes. When you're playing games with friends or when you're having a conversation, when you're laughing, you know, enjoy that pleasure. Look for the jokes. One thing about being a South African, I was born in Zimbabwe and grew up in South Africa and I've been living in the States now for 13 years. But one thing that we've just been back to South Africa and one thing that I have noticed is that South Africans, we laugh at everything. We find a joke in everything. Now, I'm not saying that you have to find a joke in everything, but just going back to South Africa, we never, every day there was laughter. Every, we were laughing at honestly the dumbest things, but it gave me so much pleasure. And, and I'm going to bring that back into my life again. I'd, I'd lost it a little bit. But that gave me so much pleasure. So I'm going to make sure that I'm going to find things funny. And I'm going to make sure that I'm laughing and enjoying that. So you find something for you that is and commit to it. Be consciously aware. Put a note in your phone to remind you, have you done your pleasure thing today? Or however you want to do it. And remember what it's doing in your brain. The important thing is that you totally focus on the pleasure of the activity in a deliberate way. Make sure that your perception is that this is valuable and excellent for your mental health. This will upregulate the activity of your genes involved in dopamine secretion, which helps you focus, feel pleasure, learning. Dopamine is involved in a lot more than we used to think. We're learning a lot more about dopamine. It will also help with synaptic neurotransmission, which means more efficiency in your brain, which is going to bring more wisdom and clarity of thinking. It's going to improve your learning and your memory. Pleasure will improve your memory, guys. And downregulate the genes that are mediating the destruction of neurons. So, so we, we have genes that when, when they are expressed for too long will destroy neurons with, and therefore destroy your memory. You don't want that, okay? So by indulging in this, not indulging, that's, that sounds like the, that's the wrong word, but by choosing to have a pleasurable activity daily, you are actually downregulating the genes that will destroy neurons. So, that, I mean, this is, this is great stuff. I get excited when I teach this, okay, which comes from unmanaged toxic stress. So, unmanaged toxic stress destroys neurons. By choosing to do this simple activity along with the neurocycle and everything I teach, you are going to be changing that. You are training yourself to get into the wise mind, which is so powerful. Okay, now, next exercise is kindness. I've done a podcast before on kindness, so go back and listen to that. But I want you to practice kindness every day. Like you're going to practice your pleasure activity every day. I want you to practice being kind to yourself. And you can see if you're kind to yourself by looking at your inner critic. And I've done a podcast on the inner critic as well. The inner critic is that voice speaking to you. And you need to know how, how, how kind or unkind it is. And if you are saying unkind things to yourself or thinking unkind things about yourself, you need to turn that picture around. You need to find that unkind statement. And you need to turn that, reconceptualize that into a kind statement. So, for example, if you are saying, why are you doing this? Or you could have done that. Or you did this again. Or you snapped again. You know, like in that irritated voice to yourself and, and like disappointed in yourself. Throw that out the door and say, oh, okay, you messed up again. You, 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 can't, you did that again. Okay. I know you don't want to do that again, but it's okay. You did that for a reason. You're feeling like this. It's okay. 
you're gonna you're gonna not you're gonna do it less now because so because of whatever and and reconceptualize that into another sentence that I did it like that then but I won't do that again because it's make I know what it's done to me but it makes me feel bad and it's not who I am so whatever little phrases find be kind to yourself think of being kind to a child a child who's who's, who's learning something new and they fall and they or they make a mistake and you think of how kind you are to a child who's learning. Be kind to yourself as well. Practice kindness. It upregulates those genes. All the things that I've just explained at the beginning of this podcast, it will do that. This episode is brought to you by Four Sigmatic, a wellness company that is well known for its delicious mushroom coffee, which I drink every morning for my mental and brain health. Four Sigmatic's Mushroom Coffee is real, organic, fair trade, single origin Arabica coffee with lion's mane mushroom for productivity and chaga mushroom for immune support. Now, that is something to get out of bed for in the morning. I've been starting my day with Four Sigmatic's ground mushroom coffee with lion's mane instead of regular coffee. And I love how it helps me focus so I can get things done and has really helped me clean up my mental mess. Now, you're probably thinking, does this coffee taste like mushrooms? I can guarantee it tastes just like coffee you love. It brews dark and nutty and tastes incredible. We've worked out an exclusive offer with Four Sigmatic on their best-selling mushroom coffee. But this is just for cleaning up the mental mess listeners. Get up to 40% off plus free shipping on mushroom coffee bundles. To claim this deal, you must go to foursigmatic.com forward slash Dr. Leaf. This offer is only for cleaning up the mental mess listeners and is not available on their regular website. You'll save up to 40% and get free shipping. So go right now to foursigmatic.com slash drleaf and fuel your productivity and creativity with some delicious mushroom coffee. The link and details will be in the show notes. If we feel good about ourselves... And you can't feel good about yourself if you're being unkind to yourself. By being kind to yourself, you will feel good about yourself. Not only will your mental health improve, but so will your relationships. So if you're not kind to yourself, you won't feel good about yourself. You're not going to feel, you, this is going to pour into your relationships. It's going to affect your relationships. And the way people feel your unkindness to yourself and you're not feeling good about yourself is they're going to think you don't feel good about them. You're going to generate a toxic energy that is going to be misinterpreted by others and it's going to make them react to you and that could lead to little arguments or relational issues. So you can break that cycle. Be kind to yourself. Practice every day being kind to yourself, identifying that inner critic. Use the neurocycle to to go and find that inner critic and change and find out why you're doing that and find those alternative statements and practice saying those to yourself you then start feeling better about yourself. And when you feel better about yourself, you're going to ooze that all over your relationships. And you'll watch how you'll be putting out fires all the time. And you at the same time building this great, healthy resilience into your brain. Kindness stills the inner critic, which unfortunately creates brain noise. When you're not kind to yourself, you create no- brain noise that's chaotic. With a QEEG, which basically looks at moment-by-moment fluctuations that occur infinitely, you can pick up basically an increasing instability. So the more you dislike yourself and the more unkind you are to yourself, the more you create an unstable, chaotic state inside of your brain. And that will generate photoelectric effect onto other people that is, that is in unstable. And it creates confusion. 
It's really confusing for you and for others, and it will affect relationships. Kindness to yourself is anti-chaos. It creates an anti-chaos effect inside of your brain. That's like my favorite way of explaining it. Kindness to yourself, feeling good about yourself, creates anti-chaos inside of your brain, mind, and body. And that then will ooze out, and it will pour out on others others as as great feelings. And you'll find that it puts if these relational issues. The kindness to yourself, which pours out, will then change how the relationship is playing out in that particular moment. So stop the noise with kindness, quiet kindness to yourself. Bathe yourself in it. Think of taking a shower and showering yourself in the kindness. And it's the anti-chaos that will keep you in wisdom. So start by standing back and observing yourself, being aware of that inner critic. Reconceptualize it into kind statements and be as kind to yourself as someone that you would, that's someone that you love. Think of a small child. Think of being kind to someone that you love, who you want to do things for. And go listen to the podcast on the inner critic and kindness added to this. So in summary, two great, soothing, calming, soothing techniques that you can do is just find something pleasurable to do every day and be kind to yourself every single day. Thanks for joining me today. I look forward to seeing you next time. I hope you found today's podcast interesting and helpful. If you want more tips and help with managing anxiety, depression, and mental health, be sure to visit my website at drleaf.com and to sign up for my weekly newsletter where I also include a schedule of my speaking events and so much more. And follow me on social media. I'm on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Just look for Dr. Caroline Leaf. Also, I love seeing all your posts on social media about this podcast. I love seeing what resonates with you and what you've learned. So be sure to continue posting and tagging me and letting me know what you think and how these tips worked out for you. And don't forget, leave a review and keep spreading the word about this podcast. Thank you for joining me today. I really hope you learned something new and helpful. Till then, I'm Dr. Caroline Leaf. This podcast represents the opinions of myself and my guests. The content here should not be taken as medical advice. The content here is for educational and informational purposes only. Please consult your healthcare professional for any individual medical questions you may have. While we make every effort to ensure that the information we are sharing is accurate, we welcome any comments, suggestions or corrections of errors.